Welcome to Decorating Tips and Tricks. I'm Anita Joyce here with Kelly Wilkness, and this is episode 299. We have the urge to purge. And the show notes for today's episode can be found at decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash 299. This is so timely. Everybody is wanting to get the let out right now. Yeah, other than celebrating our birthday, I mean, January, the other thing people are doing are they're purging. Mm-hmm. Well, right, exactly. And it's something that I have been doing like a madwoman mm-hmm. the past two weeks and having such a sense of accomplishment. I cannot tell you how happy it makes me to open a drawer and see what is in it and not be rifling through five layers to get to the stuff on the bottom and find that, you know, I'm in the wrong door. It's not even in there. It is making me so happy. You wouldn't think throwing stuff away would make you this happy. It is making me so happy. I cannot tell you, Kelly. No, there there is clearly something psychological uh, about decluttering. It's, uh, it borders on exhilarating. I mean, I, it, I don't, I don't really understand the psychology of it. If anybody's out there is a psychologist and wants to let us know, but maybe it's that it's sort of, it's, it's instant, it's instinctive. It's just, it's, you know, it's, you know what, it's like, it's peaceful because when it's cluttered, it feels stressful and out of balance and it, it feels like it disorganized and it doesn't make sense. But there's a calmness when you open a closet, open a drawer, and it's all easy to find everything that's neatly done. There's a piece with that. I think that's yeah, what it is. Maybe that's what it is. But I mean, opening my trunk at Goodwill and handing it over or- Oh, well, that too. That's bringing just, it someplace. Like I brought a whole bunch of things to the Humane Society the other day. Old linens and uh, old, old dog sweaters that never fit my dogs and things like that. So oh, well, we don't have a stack them. of those. We have a collie. She doesn't, we don't do the She dog doesn't clothes. need a sweater. No, she doesn't uh, need a sweater. But all these things, I mean, I just drove all around town like, ha, ah, here, ah, and skipped <laughs> back to my car. I'm like, ah, you know, this is wonderful. So I bet a lot of people are out there are doing it. And and if you're not doing it too, maybe you want to be. So we're going to give you need lots to be of doing tips it. today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And well, my first tip is to find somebody who might like your discards. If you don't have a Salvation Army or one of these other places near you, or if you just find somebody personally that you know would love your things. I have a friend that takes anything that I don't want. And I don't know what, I'm sure she just, I don't know what she does with the stuff she doesn't personally want, but if it's anything I don't want, she wants it. And it really, I don't really think of it. And it's even better than throwing it, than thinking I'm throwing something away. I think, oh, she's going to like, I mean, some of the stuff I'm like, I'm not sure she's going to like this, although she still seems to take it. But it makes me so happy knowing, oh, I think she's going to like this. I think she's going to like this. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's re-gift, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a form of re-gifting, but the people know, you know, <laughs> like, uh, this was my, and passing it along. And, you know, so clearly, you know, I'm at a state sales, I'll go drop something off at Goodwill and I'll buy something else. You know, that's the kind of crazy person I am. But I've dropped off six bags and I end up with one little white pitcher or something. That feels great. You know, I treated myself right. to a $2 item or something, a little tiny milk mm-hmm. pitcher or whatever, something small. And I've delivered these other things and it'll go to the hands of people that need them. So yes, clearly, I mean, 
it is so important to do that. And I'm sure everyone is doing that. They're not just throwing stuff in their trash and having it go to landfills because mm-hmm. more right, than likely that's kind of sad. That's, yeah, that's sad. sad. You don't and want to throw it away if you can yeah. avoid it. So for example, and I do give things sometimes to Goodwill and places like that, but you know, like fabric, who's going to take your fabric? They don't want that, but she sews. So I can give oh, yeah. her fabric scraps and you know, yeah. I thought I had a chenille roll, robe. I thought, you know what? She's going to have fun making pillows out of that. I'm oh, how fun. Yeah. I thought oh, she might use it for that. Yeah. And craft supplies. She's got a daughter. So I gave her all my craft supplies, which why I have craft supplies. I have no well, idea. You made it I'm very clear that you're not crafty. So why did I have all these crafty things? I have no well, idea. Well, because at some point you thought you were. Everybody's got, I'm sure so, so many people that are listening have a craft stash and you should right. go through that. But yeah, so this is the time to do it. It seems like, you know, it's a natural progression. It's, you know, like there's a, a holiday season there's a thanksgiving with all the food and and yummy excess and all that and then we slide into christmas and there's all the decorations and there's all the presents and there's all the wrapping paper and there's just all the abundance and then the abundance particularly for anita and i just feels like ugh, too much too much of a good thing and it's time to go and then slides in january which for me is just every year I purge all the time, but is really like high gear purge time. Okay. So it just I feel so right. That brings up my first tip, or I guess this is my second one. Try to do this once a year. If you do this decluttering, this tidying up, purging at least once a year, it's not going to be a big job. But if you only do it every 10 years, it's going to be a mammoth, a mammoth job, and it's going to take you forever. I, it hadn't been that long ago that I had done a lot of decluttering. So I've actually been able to go pretty swiftly. I've almost finished my house and not spent a lot of time on it. So that I think is a part of the trick there. Don't, don't let it go too long between, between doing these clean outs. Yeah, because then it seems completely overwhelming. And then it has to be, oh, a three-day weekend to clean out the coat closet or something like that. So yeah, I mean, I would say more than once a year. I I think it's an ongoing thing. Right, but but at least minimally. I'm I'm doing a minimum here. No, no, I do it all year too, but I'm just saying, yeah, you don't want to do it, wait any longer than that. Yeah. And I have not read... um, Marie Kondo's book. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't either. Last name, right? You know, that, we kind of try to live it. So, yeah. I mean, I kind of feel like, you know, there may be some nuggets in there, and probably a lot of you have read it. And um, I know she has a, I think it's a Netflix show now. I know my I daughter. I saw that. I mean, how much time can you spend on just get rid of it? I don't know. Well, maybe it's Is just that a really whole a TV mind- show? Yeah, yeah. And my daughter Ava's been watching it, and I am thrilled. No, I mean, I know it's a, I know it's a TV show, but I mean, I'm thinking, how can you stretch that out into a TV show? It seems like just get in, get in there and start pitching. Yeah, I don't know. It's a whole, I think it's a whole mindset. So I don't really know exactly what's going on there, but I think that the nugget from her book and the show and what has resonated with people is this only keep something that oh, sparks that joy in you, right? Which yeah. is so kind of like a duh moment. I mean, n- this well, is no... some stuff. Look, I've got glue. It's not bringing me joy, but I can't throw it out. I mean, well, I might need to glue something. You might need to glue something. But, you know, this is no diss on Marie. I, I really think it's great what she's doing and she's helping a lot of people. But it is kind of like 
pretty obvious in a sense. Well, it seems to me. But here's the thing. I was thinking about it getting ready for this episode. And, you know, if you really focus on what sparks joy, I think you can almost become a ruthless perjurer in this nice, joyful way. Because here's what I do, particularly with clothes. I'll be like, hmm, I don't really like that. You know, I have so many black t-shirts, right? I don't really like that one black t-shirt because, you know, like the arm pit is like too tight or the sleeve is too long or there's just something wrong about it. But then I'll be like, eh, I'm just going to keep it because, you know, maybe I'll use it, you know, on a day when I'm just walking the dogs or mm-hmm. on a day when, you know, I'm not going to use my arm that much because, <laughs> you know, it bothers me. Or When I'm podcasting. Or, yeah, or like in the – no, but you should see me podcasting. My arms are flying all over the place. Um <laughs> Or like when I'm gardening. Uh, Yeah, that's what I'll do. I'll put it in my gardening. Mm -hmm. I have like a gardening. uh, It's not really a bin, but just like where where the the t-shirts that don't feel that great or I don't care if I get dirt on them or fertilizer or whatever, they go in there. And then I have, you know, just a a number of things to choose from. Like I don't need 10 of those. Maybe I could have two. Yes. Gardening t-shirts, something like that. So if, if I guess, if I really kept that word and kept two the real essence of that word, joy. Is this like my James Pierce t-shirts? They give me joy. They feel good. They look good. They wash well. The cotton is amazing. Love them. They are joyful (laughs) Mm t-shirts. I should keep those. But all the other ones, they should just go. Right, right, right. But, but, but I, I do that thing. And I bet a lot of people do that. Well, just having a few more t-shirts in my closet is okay because okay. I just might need it even though I don't feel joyful. With so them. what one thing you can do with the clothes is to turn – have you heard about turning the hanger the wrong way? Yeah, because I think I said it on a prior podcast. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, that's a great one. Is All she right. listening? Yes. yes. Yeah, I listen. During um, Discardia, we talked about that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's something. Okay. Well, let yeah. me restate that one. Okay. Because I'm thinking about doing this one, but I don't, my clothes are not, I, I don't have loads of clothes. So right. I, I'm not really right. bad about this. But yeah, turn your hangers right. all the wrong direction. Right. So every time you, and you do it now. And then every time you wear it, you turn it the correct direction when you put it back after you've right. washed it. Right. And then at the end of the year, you'll see what you haven't worn all year. And those are the right. things that you get rid of. But I was even kind of working in um, some drawers and, oh, you know what? I was in my office and I found two boxes. I think I bought these at Costco, two boxes of 500 envelopes. How, oh, I yeah. mean, I, how many envelopes am I going to use the rest of my lifetime? I mean, at this rate, I think I'm using about. I don't even send envelopes. And like, especially five, like one of those envelopes. It's not like with a card even. It's just an well, envelope. Right. right. So I probably use five envelopes a year these days. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm thinking, I'm not going to use these. And in the old days, I would have been, well, I could be using it, so I'm going to keep it. But now I have right. a much tighter, yeah. tighter Yeah, that uh, silly rule. email thing might go away, and I might really need well, these Well, but envelopes. this was when I – well, you yeah. know what? I think it was back in my junior league days, and I think I had gotten these for something I was doing with them. But that just uh, tells you how long I've had these envelopes. Right. That was a long time ago. Yeah. And so that's in my Discardia pile. I'm giving them to my friend who takes everything and maybe she can hand them out to her friends. <laughs> right, right. Because I don't need that many. And then five 
you know, tape dispensers. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, so if you have more than you're going to use in this lifetime, just give it away is part yes. of it. But again, part of the organizing is finding what you have. I found three in one oil, three different places. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't need three cans of it, but also if you keep everything together in one place, if you're organized, you'll know you already have that and that you don't need to buy anymore. So that's part of this is keeping all of your, each particular item all in one place, having a place for everything. So if you get something like those pads that go under your chair legs, you have one place for them and you'll know where they are. I found them in, again, that's another thing I found in three different places in my house. And now I just have one location for it. And that's where I need to go to find that. And if it's not there, then I'm out. So sometimes yeah. I forget my location, but I'm I'm good at not mm-hmm. having more than one of things. But then I sometimes I forget where I put it. But, but if you're that's organized, a whole other issue. But if your closets are and drawers are purged, it's easier to find it because you can just look quickly and you'll see if it's there or not. But when it's a big mess, then you then I'm thinking I, it's faster for me to go buy it than uh, find it in yeah. here. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's yeah. what happens. So if it's organized, you're going to find it easier. You're going to be so happy. And uh, honestly, and, and oh, here's something I've been doing with my files because that's another thing. I have not, I had a big stack of stuff to file come January 1st. I had a stack of stuff that had just, you know, several months worth of stuff I needed to put in my folders in my file cabinet. Well, the reason I didn't want to do it is because it was going to take me so long because everything was so jammed in there. You have to shove it in there. Yeah. And it was kind of stressful. And even yeah. finding the file was hard. So yesterday I took a bunch of these files out. And another thing I'm moving to is everything's got just a file for that year. Yeah. And so then it just has a year's worth of stuff. So it's not going to get as big. And then at the end of the year, you move it to your long-term storage and then just put your file there for that year. And I had so much fun getting my label maker out because I do love a label maker. (laughs) I'm telling you, use the label maker. It's fun using it. And then it's big letters. You can easily see what's in your file cabinet. And that that's another thing that I thought, why didn't I think of this before? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What have you been doing? Where are you? I don't know. Just sitting around. The label maker is key. Mm -hmm. You got to have it. Yeah, I just I want to just finish up this whole uh, joy thing. You know, I think I think part of it too is that it's very it's a very if you if you go down that road and you really take that the essence of what that word is, it's a very honest and personal decision. And and maybe that's what's resonating with people. I'm trying to find what resonate. Why you know why is this all of a sudden like such a big deal? Because people have been talking about nothing should be. You know, William Morris, nothing should be in your house that's not uh, useful and beautiful or both. I mean, the, for years, you know. So what is the what is the thing that people are latching onto with this? You know, judging for joy sort of thing. You know. So I think it might be that it's it's a very quick. It's decisive, it's honest, and it's a personal decision uh, for each item in your home. Like, you know, yeah. And I don't know, Anita, what the answer is to glue because, you know, people <laughs> It's not need just that. what brings you joy. It's, is it, do you need it? Are you going to use it? But again, even if it's useful, do you have too many? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have too many? That's a good one. Um, 
But yeah, so I, you know, I'm, I've got that, the joy thing bouncing around in my head, but I'm pretty good about getting rid of things and organizing. And it does, it does give me um, a definite, like, like a personal high to be doing that sort of thing. So it's it's our drug of choice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and then the next episode we're doing is collecting. So, you know, that's also (laughs) uppers and downers, as they say. Which which does, which, okay, it sounds like we're saying two different things. It sounds bipolar. But it it really isn't because it's all about getting rid of junk stuff that's cluttering that you're not enjoying. That you're not enjoying. That is cluttering. And it's kind of what you said. I get rid of six bags of things and then I just bring in one or two beautiful things Mm -hmm. that I'm going to use and display. And really, doesn't this doesn't this go to what we've said all along? And that is invest in pieces that in a few pieces that you love rather than buying a lot of just kind of what's trendy that's cheap. Because when you buy all that stuff, you love it while it's trendy for the year. At the end of the year, it's no longer trendy. You're tired of it. It goes in your closet. And then, you know, this stuff adds up. And then you've spent all this money. And what do you have? A closet full of stuff you don't want. Yes. And that's no good. That's just bringing you down. So here's a few things that um, you can just get rid of right now. Old magazines. I do this. I'm I used doing to donate that. Them. Right. I used to donate them to the hospital and now I take them to the hospital thrift store and they, they bring it over to the hospital for me and then I get to visit my favorite thrift store at the same time. I think mine, I found some Victoria magazines from, it was so old that it, there were order forms in there. <laughs> Oh, wait. Like numbers to call to order things. Numbers to call. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's how old they were. I'm not even sure anybody wants those. Yeah. Well, somebody might. Who knows? Okay. Old clothes. We've discussed that. Here's one. It's really the time for this. Excessive wrapping paper and supplies. Now, mm-hmm. I know that we are- Oh, I don't have that. Yeah. We are ribbon savers. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the good stuff. The good stuff. The, the bad good stuff. stuff. But Mm-mm. sometimes, I mean, I have to say, I will be like, hmm, I can probably revive that. Or if that's a very small present, I can cut that part of the ribbon off and save it. Or, hey, that tissue paper can go in the bottom of a bag, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm, but you mm-hmm. know what? Just f- making room for that stuff for you, especially if it's in the red and green family, like making room for that for a year, it's not worth it. And it's probably going to look even cruddier. That's interesting you say that now. because I've got a a wedding shower gift. Uh, it's, it's an apron and I really want to put it in a box so that it matches the wrapping paper I have for this other wedding gift that goes. Anyway, I have two there. And I can't find my boxes. I think I threw away all the gift boxes. It's probably about the right size for a shirt box. But you know what? I'm not even sorry. I'll just You're go not buy. Even sorry. I'm not sorry. I'll just go buy. Yes, I have to go out and buy one box. But you know, probably I would have pulled them out and been too embarrassed to give them to somebody else anyway, because they were all bent and mushed and right. anyway. And then they were taking up so much real estate. So think about all this stuff. You know, think about it's it's like you're paying a mortgage or rent on your place and this thing is using up that space and you don't even like it. Don't even. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not going to be able to use it again. Yeah. You know, I, I applaud the thought of reusing and all of that. And we are really, really uh, in tune with that. Um, I love to be able to repurpose everything. But sometimes it's just time to let it go because 
as Anita's saying, in that balance, it's taking up real estate. It's taking up room. It's making you shuffle it from one side of your garage or your basement to the other. Ugh. How about broken things you mean to repair? Like if you mm. haven't repaired, mm-hmm. if you something breaks and then you put it on the side, maybe you have that glue that's you know, giving you joy in your house. You're going to use it to fix it. But how about you know, those glasses where the, where the, the little, the little the thing comes, comes off? off? Yeah. yeah. So like, if you haven't done that right away, then that thing is not really that vital to you and you're probably not going to fix it. And you know what? It's probably not going to look that great once you fix it anyway, after it's been sitting there broken for four months, get rid of it, move on, dump the whole drawer of that stuff and, and just clear it out. I'm with you there. Just move it on out. Yeah. Um, old linens also. Uh, you know, the sheets that have seen a better day. Sometimes I think, oh, they'll be great. I'll cover. You know, they I could cover something in the garage <laughs> with them. Or, you know, maybe when I'm spray painting, I'll just use that instead of buying more plastic. And, but you know what? You can't really spray paint with old sheets because the spray paint goes through. And then wah, wah, you spray painted your driveway or your garage floor. Yeah. And um, that stuff really, you know, and, but I grew up in a family that – my mom didn't throw away sheets or towels. And, and, but I'm kind of where you are. Get rid of, I've gotten rid of a ton of old sheets and I'm getting ready to just throw out all of the towels. And you'll be happy to know I'm getting ready to take all those towels at the farm and just throw them away and start with some new ones. And you know what? You don't need 20 towels in every bathroom. Yeah. I mean, we just have, I mean, six and that's really enough. Yeah. So I'd rather have six nice towels than 20 old ones. So yeah, I think throwing these away, yes, you can keep a few for maybe buffing your silver or something or whatever you want to use your old towel for, for kind of cleaning up some, you know, outdoor thing or something. But how many of those old towels do you need for that? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't think your towels were old at the farm. The way you said that made me think that you thought I thought that. I didn't think that. But, you know, when we say old linen, then you're like, oh, these crazy women, like they love old linens. No, no, no. We're talking about like monogrammed napkins from France. That's a no, whole different ball of wax. We're not I'm getting rid of that stuff. Towels. We're talking about old towels and old. Yeah. Now, and I have antique linen sheets. They're old. But they're beautiful. I mean those cotton percale ones that we bought in, you know, the 90s or something that are really kind of worn down. We're not talking about the antique monogram ones. Don't worry about that. Sorry, Peggy, not getting rid of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't be, yeah, don't be waiting on my stoop for that. Oh, I know. Sorry, those aren't sorry. going. Yeah. But um, the old sheets. Yeah, they, they haven't, they need an expiration date on them, you know? Yes. Yes, exactly. But you know, I mean, it's pretty clear when the expiration has. And even those towels in the bathroom, in the kitchen, I just just took all those old towels out and all the old uh, pot holders and everything that were looking mm-hmm. kind of, you know, how they look. Yeah, they look. Just took a bunch look. of those and just tossed them, and it made me so happy. Yeah. Well, let me tell you about your old linens, towels. Um, could even be, maybe even duvet inserts things like that contact your local humane society oh yeah yeah ours takes all of that stuff for the doggies so you know a, a lot of the doggies are in I'll those take, cement I can take cages. my towels there take yeah. your towels there at, or when they're um you know if they have um they use them for you know bedding but cleanup or if they have a doggy who's having babies or something puppies yeah, something like that's that a great it's idea very useful to them um, but call ahead, you know, you would find they might have certain drop off times at your local one. Um, 
mugs. I know Anita had a funny story about putting mugs by her door, you know, and having her family take them all back. They found the box (laughs) and they grabbed their mugs and put them back. But I snuck some more out this week. Oh, they didn't see them. Oh, that's good. I'm glad. Yeah. You learned your lesson. Oh, yeah. I'm always like right to the trunk of the car. (laughs) Yep. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. I want to remind you that we are available for design consults. We take on your design dilemmas, questions, renovations, any project you want to talk about, any room, any space, we are here for you. And we really do enjoy doing these. And I think we've helped people a lot. So if you want to sign up for a consult, head to the link in the show notes. It's decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash consult. We hope to talk to you soon. Oh, how about this? And, you know, again, like I do look at everything like, hmm, can I make something out of that? Hmm, you know, can we use that? But we eat a lot of sushi and Asian foods that will come with chopsticks. And, you know, better even if I say to this, sometimes I say- Or the plastic forks that you don't end up using. I don't need those things. You know, you just keep them because I know they spend money on them. And then what Mm -hmm. am I going to do with them? Oh, tell them. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of times the spoon that comes with soup is like- the plastic spoon is not even nice. Like it will cut the inside of your mouth. You don't even want that spoon at all. Even mm-hmm, if you needed mm-hmm. it, you don't want that yeah. spoon. So I always, but sometimes, you know, they just comes anyway. Um, so all that kind of stuff, I, you know, I, what I've done what, and I've had so much of it, or one time we had a party and I bought a lot of plastic forks and knives that people ended up not using, you know, came in one of those big packs mm-hmm. and I knew I wasn't going to use them again. I just put them all in a big Ziploc and I added them in with my goodwill. I don't know if anybody bought them, but maybe if they were having yeah. a barbecue, they did. But maybe somebody wanted them. Well, that's right. That's the kind of stuff I like to give somebody that they might might use at some point. And you know what I found in my closet cleaning out and in my desk? I found two traveler's checks from like... 20 years ago. Oh my gosh. Do they even make traveler's checks anymore? I don't think they do. No, but we took them to the bank and they cashed them. We got 40 bucks that that we didn't have. 40 bucks? I know. And I found some some money in my closet. I found about $80 in there. So like I've got, you know, money burning a hole in my my pocket. Everybody's going to stop listening and they're going to run to all their drawers. Go check. And I found a bunch of foreign money. I have no idea what that's worth, but I found that too. So I don't know what that's. Wow. Wow. Quite a, quite a stack. Yes. So you never know. You're going to be surprised what you find. Uh, It's been kind of a, a talk, a walk down memory lane, but here's another thing because I did find this cute little travel. Remember in the old days when you would travel and you didn't have a, you know, your, your smartphone and you had to bring a little travel clock. Remember that? No. No, stop it. <laughs> Shut it. Shut it. Well, my that dad had one. Right. Okay. I don't think I had one. Okay. I did not. Actually have <laughs> one. My dad had one of these wind up ones. Oh. Have Did your dad have one? Do you remember that when you were a kid? No. No. Oh, stop I, uh, no, it. honestly, I don't. I don't. Wind up. Well, clock, my dad no. traveled a lot. So he had the okay. little travel clock. Well, I found my father in law's, and but it was small. And it was cute. And so I kept it. And and that's what I wanted to talk about is- Because it gave you, you joy. Well, it was just cute. And I thought Kevin yeah. would enjoy that. So it just a little, if it's a small something that brings you joy, that's a memory of somebody that's passed away, I think that's great to keep. But but the piano, 
from his parents, not keeping that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, didn't keep yeah. that. So I mean, really, kind of think about: is this something that, like you said, brings you joy? But how big is this? How easy is this going to be to keep? Right. In your, yeah. you know, in your house. Someday, but I haven't worn it in five years. You're probably if it, unless it's your grandma's cocktail ring that you know maybe you'll bust out if you get the perfect dress for it. If it's just some costume thing that you picked up somewhere and you don't. You know, you don't wear it. That probably means you don't really like it or you don't have something that will go with it. How about just moving that along? Somebody else will probably go crazy for your big giant earrings or something like that. <laughs> so- oh, yeah. I just got rid of some in my friend who takes everything. Her daughter grabbed all of that stuff. <laughs> she said, oh, she let me have this one thing. Yeah, she loved that. I, yeah. And the so- look, if you have socks that don't have a mate, I have a drawer where I keep those because often they come out in the next wash. So I don't Sometimes just- Sometimes they show up. They just go out. Right. So I don't just because one wash, something comes out without a maid, I don't get rid of it then, but I put it in the drawer. And if it's been in the drawer for about a month without the mate showing up, then it's I pitch it. Wow. Because okay. it just stresses me seeing those. Yeah. I feel like a, 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 a laundry failure- Oh, having I, those just, yeah, I know. don't, I don't understand how that happens. And, you know, I am very organized and I generally try to wash the socks together. I, nobody knows what really goes on there. It's very, but isn't it just like a funny thing? Like it's just this human thing. It, it happens to everyone. I don't know why. Well, I, I have gotten <laughs> sheets out before and found socks stuck to them. So yeah. you're like, Oh, that's where it went. But yeah, but yeah, but that's going to, st- that drawer, it's going to stress you out. Just, you know, maybe have a drawer for them. And then when you don't find the maid after a month, pass them, just throw them away and nobody wants them. So just throw them away. And how about the food storage containers without a lid? Oh yeah, I just get did. rid of I those. I just got rid of those too. Or sometimes they or, just kind of get credit, but not your fabulous food storage no, no, no. containers. That I'll you tell you what, and Christmas I, presents. I got rid of all the BPA, the ones that were not BPA free. Even if they had the lid, got rid of all those. Same thing with the water containers, the yeah. water bottles. If they weren't BPA free, toss them. But I found out that now I have those uh, double walled metal ones yeah. are my favorites, and so I had a bunch that weren't like that. That. I mean, we had, I, we were overflowing. We had like two drawers of water bottles yeah. crammed and you couldn't find the lid to the one you wanted to use. Just gifted about eight of them away. And they're yeah. great. I mean, they're, you know, they'll be great for somebody else, but we're, you know, we're just, I don't need, we don't need, we don't need 30 water bottles. We just don't. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it is it, a good thing to be doing. So we wanted to suggest something to everybody, just sort of something super fun. Mm-hmm. And productive, and which will give us joy. Why don't we do a 10 day purge together? Oh, yeah. Cause I still have some more to do. Right. So we've outlined some things and talked, you know, talked about some things today. I'm sure you have things in your mind or in your house that you're thinking about getting rid of or you have gotten rid of. So why don't we do this? If you're interested in doing this daily purge, so you would be getting rid of one thing or more, but one thing a day for 10 days or tackling one area in your home for 10 days. Maybe the coat closet day one, maybe just uh, your junk drawer day two, something like that. Your choice, absolutely no rules on what you pick. Send us an email, tell us you want to be in on it, and we're going to do it with you. And 
And every day for 10 days from the day this podcast comes out, which is Monday, January 21st, through the last day in January, I will be sending, we will be sending you uh, just a little encouraging email in the morning as a group. And you you can respond or not. You can tell us what you're purging or not, but it'll just be a little reminder, a little boost to -hmm. get you to do it. And if we all know we're doing it, you know, it's kind of like working out with a friend. You tend to show up at the gym or out on the street mm-hmm. in your, you know, jogging outfit if you've got someone waiting for you. So we, um, we thought this would be fun. And, you know, however many of you would like to do it, we'll just be on a big group email together. Anita, you want to tell them the email just in case nobody knows? It's decorating tips and tricks at gmail.com. Right. So send, you know, whenever you're listening to this and feel free to jump in later on. Uh, if you're listening to this later on, don't, don't worry about having to be in on the exact day. Um, we can always extend it and, you know, kind mm-hmm. of work yeah. around it, but I just thought it would be fun. So oh, I hope yeah. I hear, we hear from some of you. Oh yeah. We'd love to hear. Or if you have some purging stories, we'd love to hear that too. A good purge story. Oh, yeah. speaking of hearing from someone. So we have mm-hmm. a listener question today. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's from Hadley. Hi, Hadley. Hadley. Yes. So Hadley, she she has conversations with us in her mind every time she listens to an episode. Um, And she decided that she was going to share her dining room with us Mm -hmm. and ask us our thoughts. So her question is about her dining room. She would like to brighten it up. And she doesn't know... Uh, that maybe it's maybe a bit dated, but she doesn't want to lose the charm and she has some family pieces in there and some furniture that belonged to her mom. And I'm sort of paraphrasing the email now. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't want to paint the furniture. And I so agree, Hadley. You, she just painted a really great buffet and it looks terrific. Mm-hmm. Really great job. And we're, Anita and I can see these pictures and we'll describe to you as we go through. But she doesn't want to have a whole room full of painted furniture. And we applaud you for that because we would agree you don't want to do that. And some of this is, um, you know, family furniture that she doesn't want to paint. Right. Um, but it's a, it's a lovely room. There's a lot of hard surface and there's a lot of brown furniture, but we know we don't have a problem with that. Right. Um, but I think there are some ways to soften it up and update it a little bit. And we could give Hadley some tips. And as we do that, we will describe what we're talking about so everybody can benefit from those. Right. And what you've said, really, I didn't see any fabric there. And it's a mm-hmm. really charming room. Right. Uh, but this is something that's going to be really easy to start with. I would definitely add... So, you know, you can imagine it's stained furniture in the room with really no fabric. So this is easy. You're going to go in and put a a colorful, I would put a colorful rug in there. So, and really the colors are going to depend on what colors you're looking for. But I would definitely add, I would, because there's so much brown in there, I probably would not go with a sisal. I would probably go with something with a lot of color. Maybe not a lot, but definitely some color on the floor. And then for the curtains, I think a solid fabric is going to be probably the best long. And I know she did not want patterned fabric on her curtains. Mm-hmm. But definitely put in some curtains that coordinate with your with your rug. And two other things I would do along the fabric direction would be to also add some cushions to the chairs that the color is going with your curtains and the rug. And then on top, the table is a large table. And so, like I said, you know, this is a lot of brown. So I would add some fabric to the top of the table. And probably what I would do with this one, it is a rectangular table, is to maybe do a 
fabric square and kind of turn it where it's angled on the, the table. Maybe not covering it completely with a tablecloth, but just kind of that's going to cover it enough that you get the idea. It's adding some interest. It's adding some color, but you can still see the table underneath or one that's just kind of stretched across the short ends where you can see the the wood on the long ends. And again, I, I like all that those mm-hmm. would work together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are my thoughts. Idea. Yeah. So uh, I think Anita did a great job of uh, generally explaining the room. So it's a, it looks like it's a lovely gray or greasy kind of uh, wall color with white molding and trim and a um, wooden floor. And it's kind of in a, a lighter wood tone, almost almost a little reddish, but it's I, it, I don't know if it's – I could see the grain on the table, maybe an oak. Um, yeah, it's, it's not, probably oak. I think. Yeah, it's not that light. It's not that golden oak. It's a little bit warm, certainly warmer than that. And there's a big hutch. There's the rectangle table. There's um, six chairs around. Two are Parsons. There's other chairs around in the room. Yeah, there's. Uh, I think she used. Uh, let's see. It's the drop cloth fabric for mm-hmm. the Parson chair. She made slip covers, and those are at right. the head and the foot of the table. Right. So then it looks like there's a, you know, a, a large uh, hutch, you know, with a top part that has glass. And then it looks like there's two, even two other buffets. I, it seems like there might be two. So there's a lot of furniture in this room. So I'm going to suggest something here, which goes along with the topic from today is purging. In terms of decorating, we lots of times we think about adding something, right? But often subtraction is really what's going to help a room. So Hadley, in addition to what these great things that Anita has suggested, and those were definitely things I was thinking too about adding fabric where you can, I would take some of the wooden furniture out of that room. Oh, that's a good idea. Uh, You know, even start like a just a little easy lob ball. Take out the extra chairs they don't have around the table, the ones that are there like ready to be pulled up at Thanksgiving or such. Unless you're using those on a real regular basis, I would put them somewhere uh we either where you, you will use them or store them someplace that you know until you really need them. I think I would take that out. I think I would take out the small wooden plant stand too. Uh, just because it's adding another wood element and you've got so much wood going on there. Maybe I would do a bigger basket on the floor with a, a different kind of plant or something in that corner. Because I like the idea of having a plant in there, but I think that plant's too small. And again, you know, that piece is also wooden. So we're adding more and more, uh, you know, the wood feel. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I like that. And I would add some large, colorful art to the walls too. Yeah, I love that painting that that you have there, Hadley, the the floral. Mm-hmm. It's really I know you said you didn't want to use those colors. It's like pinks and some reds, but it's a very cool vintage looking floral. Um, but I'm always so drawn to those. I actually had a big gallery wall in my daughter's former room. Uh you know, but I think she she just went along with it. I don't know. If she really liked it, but she was little enough where I just kept adding those kinds of paintings. You know, it's kind of like the Sunday artist kind of painting. It's it's a really lovely floral. I I like that a lot. And I know you didn't said you didn't want to use all those colors, but if you like that, which you seem to, maybe just pick up little bits. Like you have the red pitcher there on the hutch. Maybe just pull those colors a little bit more around the room. Or like Anita said, maybe bring that in in some colors in the rug. 
I think it's, uh, and I, I love the plates on the wall. My thought would be, because you said, you used the words dated. So I'm just picking up on that because that's, I think, what you might be feeling about a few of the accessories in the room. I love the dishes, but I might take them off that swirly metal rack holder. You know, we've all seen those. It's kind of like you can hang the plates and then you have some cups at the bottom. Because I think that might be dating the look of those plates and maybe even flank that floral painting with them or put them on their own on the wall with those hangers. That the hangers have, that don't show. The hangers that don't show, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think? I think that yeah, I like that. I think those are some nice ideas. I hope I hope Hadley likes those ideas and and let us know if you if you try any of those. We'd love to hear and see pictures. Yeah, it's a beautiful room. It really is lovely, and I love your um your collection of pictures. Over yeah, here and the on- good news is, I don't really think we both agree. Don't paint it. I mean, I know she didn't want to paint it, but we're. Yeah, I don't know that I would anyway. No, I wouldn't. I definitely mm-hmm. wouldn't. Yeah. No. Yeah, and there's lots of great charm. And, and again, just to emphasize the piece that you did paint, Fabo job. And I and, and we love the um uh they like samplers that Hadley has above them with the the you know, the alphabet and script and the other one bold. So pretty. Really nice job. So we love, obviously, <laughs> answering your questions. And you guys seem to really enjoy it too. So if you've got a question that's been sort of bubbling up or just what comes to your head email us 24-7. Our email is open to you, of course, and we will answer your question on an upcoming episode. This has been so much fun. Um, I'm super excited. So don't forget that uh, you can participate in this uh, Urge to Purge, a 10-day, I wouldn't even call it a challenge, but I guess it is, you know, sort of group purge that we're going to endeavor. So send us an email, let us know that you want to get in on that list and we'll, um, we'll put a group together. And I think that should be fun. So thanks for hanging out with us today. And remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time.